Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage. My name is Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. Today, we just wanted to take a moment and reflect on what it means to run your race. Not the next person, not the lane next to you, not the business next to you, but what it means to run your race and stay in that course. But first, before we jump into anything, we really, really have to dive deep into understanding what keeping up with the Joneses is and how it impacts us. And I think it's also important to note that sometimes subconsciously we are doing this. We are following suit of what we think should be done or what the what the trendsetters are doing. But the reality is we have to stay the course exactly where we're at and where we're meant to be. When you think about the Joneses, it's a false reality. It's a false hope. Because we don't understand their story. We don't understand what it took for this top business to get to this level or what this top marriage or couple have done to achieve this level of success. So when we're talking about running your race, we're talking about honing in exactly where you're at and creating your individual mile markers so you don't get lost. Now, you know, we want to accomplish these things by the end of the year. But the goal is, is we have to stay focused on what's happening today, what's happening this week, what's happening this month. And there was a great statement, I think um, it, it, was, it was several years back, and one of my mentors shared it with me, and it's, it was the rearview mirror concept. And for the life of me, I just thought it was always funny. But I must share it with you now because it makes even more sense. It's even more vital to understand this concept. And what he was sharing is we spend with the rearview mirror concept is we spend so much time, you know, when you're driving a car, you're going down the freeway and you're an autopilot, right? It's just automatic. You're probably in cruise control and things are going on. We spend so much time in that rearview mirror, that little mirror in our car concerned about what's happening behind us. That rearview mirror in totality is eight to 12 inches big. The side view mirrors that's on the passenger on your side of the window outside your window and outside your passenger side of the window is maybe four inches big. But your front your front window is about on average two feet by two feet. So why, why, why in business do we spend so much time focusing on the rear view mirror? focusing on what's happening on the sides of us. You know, it is my interpretation and understanding that while driving, these small mirrors are for safety purposes. But I think that safety purpose in life and business has created crutches that don't let us focus on what's in front of us. That beautiful horizon, that amazing drive, whatever's going on and what the Jones have done when we're we're referencing keeping up with the Joneses, What they have done is paralyzed us from being able to focus forward. 
So when you, we're in this place of running your race, it's it's impair it, it's it is so important to note. Don't spend so much time focusing on the rearview mirror. Don't spend so much time thinking about what the other business is doing and not doing, critiquing what their success is and what they're doing wrong. Focus on yourself, your marriage. Focus on yourself, your business, and just stay that course moving forward. I think for us, you know, this was a big challenge um, last year, you know, and I think from a, it comes down to for us at that moment, not having the necessary goals and mile markers in place that we really had to assess and stay focused on for this year. And I like to use the analogy of having horse blinders on, right? That's for us this year is we're really staying the course and having those horse blinders on everything that we do. And, you know, the other day I had a great conversation with um, another colleague in the business. And I think, you know, in this business specifically in sales in general, it's hard. It hits in waves. And I think Jarell and I, after last year, we were running around like chickens with our head cut off that we agreed we wanted more stabilization and preparing ourselves and setting each other up for success. And with that, like we had talked about in a couple of episodes, it what was necessary and vital were having systems, right? Systems in place and a strong foundation of really what we're wanting to do, how we're wanting to grow our business and how we're wanting to do it together. But, you know, in this business alone, there's so many realtors out there, just like in, in any business that, you know, people that are really great and they take the time and the energy to be great And then there's other people that are sloppy. And for me, I strongly believe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I strongly believe that when you have those horse blinders on, you're, you're working towards like an abundance of success, right? It's the people that if you're, you're never going to grow if you're so stuck on what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Um, Or, or if you're worried about what other people's are concerned about what you're thinking or how it comes across or, you know what your numbers are like for this year. You know, you can't sit there and focus on everybody else. If you really want success for us, right, in our business and me talking from a business standpoint, we have to just be concerned on our numbers and assessing weekly, monthly, daily. Okay, let's, you know, focus back on our vision board. Where are we at with this? Okay, now we're going, you know, we're finishing up February here and we're heading into March where are we at and where do we need to be better at Mm. and for me I'm an over communicator right to be honest and in this business you have to be and Jarrell will vouch for it that I get very I get very frustrated and irritated sometimes you know working with you know other parties or you know other if I'm on the if I'm representing some buyers right if I have to work with a listing agent and the listing agent can't answer their phone. I get irritated because I say, heck, you know, if I'm selling my house for a large amount of money and my agent who's representing me can't answer the phone, that's an issue. But Jarrell has to sometimes, you know, help me navigate, you know, because in my mind, who you work with matters and it's important. How you work, that matters. The input and the output that you're putting in and taking in, that all matters. So I can't be concerned about what other people are doing, regardless if I have to be in the transaction with them or not. 
Um, but for from a business perspective, you know, it's it's really just yes, you're going to have some hiccups and mess ups along the way, but it's important to really just put on the horse blinders, be focused on you, be focused on your business, be focused on your clients, and to ensure that at all times you're giving all of that a hundred percent, and you're not worried, like Jarrell said, about the next person yeah. or what the other you know, business that's similar to yours, what, what they're doing. Um, for me, that's just super important. And I think uh, just to highlight what Brittany is sharing and what, how does that correlate to marriage? Right? Because the horse blinders are so important, right? We, we might look at every other married couples and say, why don't we have that excitement or why do we not get to experience what they're experiencing? And the harsh reality is, well, whatever you're identifying as their excitement and their experience, you don't know what the trial was to get there, right? For for example, when we went to Africa, or whenever it was, a few years ago, a year or two ago, and we took an amazing picture. In, in, um, the Maasai Mara. Yeah, the Maasai Mara. And I remember somebody commented and said marriage goals, right? Like marriage goals. And at first it, it, it hit the endorphins and I thought it was like dope. People, you know, are liking our picture. They're liking and commenting. But then I had to reflect on marriage goals. Why is this a goal? Because people didn't know about the six layovers it took to get to Africa. People didn't know about the two arguments we had in the airport because we were just so agitated hungry and frustrated right and tired and tired and people people only want the end result but don't see the work it takes to get there so when we're talking about business goals and we're talking about marriage goals right it's okay to dream it's okay to put that goal in the air and put it out there but i think the systems of, of accountability comes to that place of what Brittany is saying put the horse blinders on one two Go relentlessly after it, like whatever it is. And in, in, in marriage, right, for us, it's, you know what? We're going to intentionally do us and focus on us without the assumption of what others are doing. And maybe I should act like this person. Because when I start acting out of character, that's when those false expectations start to come in and ruminate and drive us both crazy. I think in our society, we have a mindset um, of just instant gratification, right? And and okay, let me let me go ahead and go get my real estate license. And okay, in that next month, I'm going to close a deal. You know, we have that instant gratification because we see, you know, realtors who have been doing it for 20 plus years or 25 years, and yeah, the, they have you know tons of referrals from you know f- from their past business and stuff. But the one component, like Jarrell is saying too, is that what it really comes down to is consistency. Whatever that you do, yes, go relentlessly at it, but you have to be consistent. You know, I think Eric Thomas, um, he's a motivational speaker that Joel found, you know, years back and really connected with. And he had talked about specifically his craft, right? That, you know, motivational speaking is hard just in general, but, you know, to get masses and crowds to really, you know, to, to, want to listen to you and what you have to say. And I think it took him, how, how long did that take him? Like 15 years that he had been doing it or something. And really just the point that I'm trying to make is that he just consistently kept 
doing his craft. Yeah. He kept fine-tuning it. He kept getting better. And then there was that one day where it's almost like all of the stars aligned and what he was working for for those 10 to 15 years came to fruition, you yeah. know? And it's the same thing in, in our business. It's the same thing in any business in general, right? You're going to have those down days. You know, we our business hits in waves of really good months or months that are a little tougher than others, but... What it comes down to is you just have to be consistent. You have to be consistent in everything that you do um, and especially in the work that you're putting in. And I think, man, well, Brittany just took me back because Eric Thomas was someone that was prevalent for me. I mean, I still listen occasionally, but what Brittany is sharing that it's a concept out there. Earn before you learn. Right. I mean, learn before you earn. Please forgive me. Learn before you earn. And Eric Thomas was giving speeches to local youth groups, to churches. He was giving motivational speeches. High school teams and high stuff. High school teams, colleges, before he got to a place where he can demand a six-figure check for NFL teams, for Fortune 500 companies. And for me, right, everyone – well, if you do not know Eric Thomas, please YouTube. If you want to breathe, if you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, because it was that first speech that I found him or that first motivational talk I found him. And that right there hit it home for me. And I think it was about 2004, 2005 is when I first heard it. And the reality is it's kind of like that Gary V concept, right? The hockey stick. You're going to put a buttload of work in. But Brittany says, just stay consistent, right? Just stay consistent because one moment, any moment, it's going to shoot up. At any time, it's going to happen. But if you are basing your, your consistency off of your results, then you're not going to accomplish what you're looking for. If you're basing your consistency off what the Joneses is doing and such and such business and how they're performing, then yes, you're going to get tired, fatigued, and not stay consistent with it. And that's the biggest challenge, right? And that's why we have our accountability systems in play where we can sit down weekly and have a conversation and say, you know what? We came up short because our weekly goals are going to equate. If we hit those numbers, will give us our monthly goals. Our monthly goals will give us our quarterly goals and our quarterly goals will get us to what our year end results we want, what yield we're looking for. So we're able to have those systems of accountability in place. But I'm also human. We are both human. Last year was a challenge where we were like, we, I remember there were a couple arguments where we were just getting started in real estate where it was just like, we need to do more. We need to do like them. And Brittany said, well, why can't we be us? Why can't we just be us? Why do we have to be like them? And I was like, dang, that is such a real statement. Like so much keeping up with the Joneses. I was focusing on their goals and trying to make their goals my reality, our reality. And we'll be honest, you know, com completely in the sense that there's some days, some months, some weeks where it feels like we're putting in so much work and looking at each other like, man, is this just all in vain? Because nothing is going right. Nothing is falling. Nothing is in our favor. But we have to remind ourselves, no, just keep doing what we're doing. Keep being consistent. Keep putting these podcasts out on Mondays, regardless of however many people are listening to them. Keep putting our weekly emails out because one day all of this work, it will pay off. Preach, preach. And I think let's go ahead and wrap this up. I don't know if you had anything else, Brittany, but I want to wrap this up. There's an author that I was reading recently. Uh, Harrington is his name. And he gives this statement. 
Measurement is the first step that leads to control and eventually to improvement. If you can't measure something, you can't understand it. If you can't understand it, you can't control it. And if you can't control it, you can't improve it. Focus on what you can control, what you can improve, and what you understand. For us, Brittany and myself, the focus is our marriage, not other people's. Not my parents, not her parents, not our cousins and them, not what they're doing next door or across the street. The focus is our business, not others. Yes, we can strategize. Yes, we can uh, share best practices, but we have to focus on what's best for our business. When we collaborate with others, it helps us develop, develop best practices. But staying in your own lane keeps you on track for the year-end goals that you have identified and the things that you want to accomplish. Focus on what's important for you, not others. Focus on what you want to achieve. Reach out for help, yes, but don't do what others are doing. Focus on what you can achieve and accomplish. Hey, we appreciate you for tuning in. We want you, we want you to be reminded as we're midway through the first quarter, run your race, not the next person's. Just stay focused on what's in front of you. And if you can honestly tell yourself at the end of the night, I've given 110%, that's all that matters. It's going to work out in the end, and I'm a true believer of that. But no more, no more for the preaching and teaching. Until next time, Brittany and myself, we appreciate you for joining in on this beautiful Monday. And uh, reach out if you have any questions. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.